Hey, Peter. Hey. Suzuki or Yamaha? Um, For your motorcycle. Yamaha. Yazuki. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Annis. <laughs> and I'm uh, Red Up Nitram. <laughs> this is the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our courses. Peter, what are we talking about? We're talking about anagrams, bananagrams. What do you call those? When you, that was quick. We, we, we got a backwards. It was quick. I know. But we actually did two different things. We combined two words, and then I screwed it up because I actually said my name backwards, which I believe is an anagram. You, yeah, I don't. Is that what your name is backwards? I didn't yeah. put that together because yeah. I just flipped the two first letters right, of my name. Right, which is called what is that called? It's not. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's called anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about the Suzuki method. Yes. I always think it's funny because there's the Suzuki method, which is music based, and then there's Yamaha pianos, which are like sixty percent of the pianos I play on. Yeah, which is also music. based Which is also music based, but then both those words are for in my mind, growing up in High Ridge, are also associated with <laughs> dirt bikes. Yes, like like motorcycles. So, and for me, kind of growing growing up in the city, they're both associated with sort of hot rod, you know, late night motorcycle races down on Riverfront Drive here. You know, yeah. and stuff like. I mean, that. hats off to the Japanese for really getting a lot of things right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What do you know about Datsun? That's before your time. No, I, I remember Datsuns for sure. Yeah, those, were not, those were not the best looking cars. Well, the honeybee? Don't sleep on the honeybee. Oh, I'm going to look that up. The yeah. Datsun honeybee. <laughs> um, Datsun wagons. I learned to drive on a, on a, on a Datsun wagon. Um, but we digress because what we're talking about today is... Wait, you think the honeybee looks good? Well, at the time... With the with the actual B on the side. Oh, that like actually that? is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the Suzuki method, not the motorcycle method. Yeah. So we were talking, you and I have had many conversations about how each other started. We don't have to get a, a huge history, but basically you started with Suzuki. Your mother was, is a Suzuki teacher. In fact, one of the first in our area. Yes, yes. If not the was, first. Yeah, I believe she was the first. Well, she, yeah, she brought the method to St. Louis. There was a gentleman named John Kendall who was over at Edwardsville, Illinois, mm-hmm. pretty close by here, that was actually like kind of the American pioneer of bringing it to the States. He went over, I, I believe, before anybody from the States and maybe even Europe to study with Dr. Sinichi Suzuki yeah. in Japan, in Matsumoto, like in the 60s, maybe even 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then brought it. He was at uh, SIU Edwardsville, uh-huh. and it's kind of a famous thing. He wrote some books, too, as well, and really uh, spread spread the the word, almost like spread the good news like it was a evangelical type of situation. Um, and I'm just, I'm in love with the method. I, mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun for me over the years to realize and to meet so many other pro players that came up in this method. So I'm... I think that the proof is in the pudding at this point. And, and you know, now we've got a couple of generations of players. In yeah. fact, my mom is still teaching, and she's teaching. I believe she's about to have a grandchild of one of her students, which I don't even know how that's possible. Wow, that's She definitely great. has kids of, of people that she, that she taught when she was young, Well, it's too. because you could start so early, right? So I, I did not start with this. I don't, I've actually wanted to do this episode because I have so many questions about what it actually is. I, I know kind of generally what I think it is, but yeah. I'd love to hear your experience with it. But one of the things I know, which is maybe why your mom can have a grandchild, is that you can start really young with this, younger than the traditional method. Yes. Yeah. I mean, down to the age of 
where really, I don't think there's no restriction, but commonly in the traditional Suzuki method, you see it at age two mm-hmm. and at age three. Which you can't really with the traditional classical method of, no. I mean, it's harder for sure. Yeah. And the main thing, I mean, I'll just say this, I've had a lot of experience with it, but I am not a Suzuki trained educator yeah. and expert on it. So I don't want to uh, speak beyond kind of my experiences, but my mother was, you know, she went and trained with Suzuki himself in Japan several times. So um, I definitely come out of the more traditional. There's been different versions. There's the American Suzuki version. There's yeah. ones in France and different things. And it has been changed sometimes for the better, sometimes probably not for the better. But the real traditional concept. The other thing is I studied with uh, a wonderful teacher here in St. Louis named Eiko Kataoka, mm-hmm. who played in the St. Louis Symphony for years. She's actually living back in Japan. Her and her husband played here. And I studied with her from when I was about, I don't know, seven or eight until I was like 12. Mm-hmm. And um, she actually studied, was in Dr. Suzuki's very first kind of experimental class in Japan wow. when she was a child. And wow. she's like my mom's age. Yeah. You know? So I really got it from the source from her as well. And and the thing that really typifies this method is that you learn everything by ear at the beginning. And that's number why- one is, Number one is listen. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. And that's why all the stuff we talk about and when I got into jazz and playing different kinds of music, I was so- intrigued by that and it kind of that part of it kind of came natural to me because that's the way i originally learned music on the violin even before piano Mm. and um so my suzuki upbringing was so strict that you know we didn't um you know eiko's students we didn't read music until much later so at the beginning you're really kind of too young to even be able to you know, that's why traditional methods you normally start later because you're like learning the treble. Because you have to know how to read a little bit a to little bit, get yeah. going in. And, it, and, sure. and just kind of long enough to be doing a couple things at once. But that direct connection that little kids have with wanting to play an instrument and stuff, Suzuki really harnessed that into okay, let's turn this into a disciplined approach, but really wrap it around love of with a parent and a child and the child's watching the parent learn first i mean it's a genius approach so that maybe that, that definitely has something to do with it too you could start young because it's by ear you don't have to know how to read yet which is why you started when you were two or three two two on the violin and then three on piano and then this is something else i knew about it already but maybe you can go into that further mom and dad are with you yes so they're like they're learning with you right and it's usually one or the other or grandmother or caregiver anybody but it's usually one is kind yeah, of the right. primary and that must help for motivation yes and then for uh because hopefully adults could probably in some cases at least in the beginning pick things up quicker right and then you're modeling that for the kid exactly and that's what it's about so it's a couple it's it's the you know when you're that age especially the younger you are you want to do everything that you see a a parent or caregiver you know your loved one they're doing and then you know if you have a lesson every week or whatever all those other days how you're not old enough to practice on your own or everything so you're doing it with with the parent there. Right. Um, so really the parent has to, in the traditional method, the, the parent studies for several months, sometimes even a year. Yeah. And all the, all the kid does is sit there and watch. Now think about a two, three, four, five, even five-year-old just sitting still to watch something in this day and age. What what a great thing and what a great discipline. And can anyone still do that? Well, I, think I don't that's, know. That's, that's the brilliant part about it. This is the only way they would do that is if is their mom or dad or grandma or something yeah. with them doing it. You yeah, because they're going to beat their ass if they don't sit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but it's true. So, okay. So I, I'm starting to see here why so many pros might come from the Suzuki method is because you start so early. You start with ear training, which yes. as 
any musician that's helpful, but I think especially with jazz musicians, that's insanely helpful. Yes. You know, I mean, I, I started with that, but not with any method. I just started picking up songs off the radio, but I realized later how important that was to my development when I was younger. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, we see this recurrent theme with great players picking things off the radio, learning to play in church without music, right. learning from the Suzuki method. Like the things that um, are kind of common threads with all those is active, uh, you know, activities that, that foster active ear training with that's coupled with the discovery of the joy of music. That's right. You know, it's not just this thing, oh, I have to do this or whatever. It's like, wow, I want to do this. And there's no barrier of music or theory or anything mm. um, in between, not until later. So you have here now uh, on your list of, of maybe some reasons why this works so well is attention to detail. Yes. Yeah. So that's a big part of the sort of traditional method and, and other methods as well, but it's kind of pushed down to an, an age that's uh, normally, you know, we kind of shortchange younger kids, I think, thinking, oh, they're not ready for that. But because, especially because I learned on violin, and actually, most of my experience with Suzuki method is on violin, not piano. Mm-hmm. I kind of learned. I did some Suzuki piano, but that was more kind of traditional and some other methods. But in terms of the violin, like that instrument is just so hard to play physically. Physically, it's awkward. Know? Yeah, and it's so hard. Like it takes so long just to get a nice tone, and then the intonation. You have so many different variables. It's it's it starts out as a single line instrument, so there's that simplicity. But to make something that's even tolerable sounding takes forever. Oh, my seven and nine year old both play violin. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've noticed you when whenever it's time for them to practice, you call me and say, "Let's go meet to have a drink somewhere." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sazerac, anyway. Well, I mean, the you know, my both my kids played violin. I play. My my uh, are still playing. Yeah. And when they were young, actually the main. Even though I came up in Suzuki, they did Suzuki, but my wife Kelly did it with them. Nice. Partly because I was like, I, I want. Part of it is the kid watching the parent learn is so important. And sure. so, like, I kind of already knew knew it, and yeah. so I said it's not going to be great because I'm going to be in there, not like great or anything. But you know more than you need to. Yeah, know and that, so they yeah. wouldn't get to see me discover. So it worked out great with them watching her learn to play and discovering cool. that. But I couldn't be around for those for any of them, including her, as they were learning. I mean, it sounded horrible, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, just from an intonation standpoint. So you, there's so many details. I mean, you spend. Like before you even get a real bow, like I learned it with chopsticks. That's like your bow and you have to have your hand exactly right. And it can be a frustrating thing, especially because people's attention, kids' attention span is so screwed up now because they're given three-year-olds phones and stuff and they're used to being dazzled or whatever. Kids, quote unquote. The, the kids today. The kids today are giving all their of our, kids. All of our attention spans are all messed up right huh? now. What all are we talking about? What's know. going on? Oh, no, I got to check my Facebook. <laughs> uh, no, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, so you also have graded nicely in here, which... Sounds trivial and maybe a little frou-frou, but I think this is an important part of any, like, I think I think constructive feedback from a thoughtful and positive place is sometimes much more important, especially for young kids, yeah. than like a, a disciplined taskmaster who's just going to, to browbeat you into submission. You know what I mean? Well, I, I totally agree with that. That's actually not what I meant by putting that, but that's the interesting. Oh, I thought maybe a, that's what you did. No, 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 I think I did. So I meant graded. I mean, the repertoire was set up in a graded, you know, like it, it, the, 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 the I thought you meant it was just like you get a star it. sticker, like Great no, which job. actually you did, yeah. No, once you started using the music and stuff, you positive would get, reinforcement, yeah, 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 yeah. totally. That's but funny. also, there's, <laughs> no, that's good. It works both ways. It also gives you like the built-in repertoire, and I can still remember. Well, my kids did it too. That's why I remember. But um, you start with Twinkle, of course. Everybody knows the you oh, know, and, yeah. and then you learn rhythm in such an organic way. So you've got well, it's an A on for the violin. 
D for the cello method is really good. But you start out with on the violin. Oh, interesting. Variations on twinkle. And so that's the first rhythm. The second one is. Oh, a little. Uh, little syncopation. A little syncopation what? going. A little, a little short, long, short. And then. Um, Buster Rhymes. Yeah. And then is. Little, little little technical work, you know, bop bop bop. You yeah, know, yeah. this Boeing stamina. Is, yeah, so like it's it's so well. And Suzuki was a genius of this. I mean, it's just you know, twinkle twinkle. So you learn that you're learning the melody, but then you're getting some of the technical things that you need to start to play the violin with Boeing, like from the jump, from the jump. But you're also getting this really organic and intuitive approach to playing with good rhythm yeah and we talked about recently you know how to swing and stuff it's like this gets you in there doing it and getting those rhythms down without way before you're reading of course but i mean the thing is little kids can feel rhythm if you give them a chance yeah so it lets you kind of connect with that and there's no like oh no you came in a half bar too early no it's just you're listening and you're imitating so i think there's a lot to be taken here like if you're just starting to learn like jazz piano or something like that Even if you're 35 years old, I think there's there's lessons to be learned from these kind of successful. You mean like a young 35 year old kid? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what I mean. Like even if you're not a three year old kid learning to play the violin, I think that some of these, some of these, uh, the reasons for some of these are are just as important for our 50 year old man learning jazz piano for the first time than it is for uh, a three year old playing classical music. Like things like combining. Yes, ear training with rhythm yep. from an early from from the earliest that you start yep. can be so important. Like if you're having trouble, yesterday we talked about swing, right? Yeah. So if I were starting over again, I would even more than I did start incorporating syncopation and swinging rhythms into my scale practice, into yeah. things like that, into like as I'm absorbing what notes to play, I'm absorbing how to play them, and I'm yes. practicing these variations because I'm sure you've had the same experience. I've had to go back over the years. And like absorb swinging rhythms as I'm going, kind of fill in the gaps. Fill in the gaps. You know, you don't know what you don't know. But like, if if I were to start over again, even seeing this list of of things like ear training, uh, attention to detail, starting with you know this sort of mixed system. Yeah, I think it's super important. And then I love too, just like choosing the right the the right rep and, and an organic rep that is good music. Exactly. As you're learning, like. I I encourage my students not to just like, well, just don't learn the tunes because people tell you these are the tunes you got to know. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, start with tunes you love. Yes. You know what I mean? If you love There Will Never Be Another You, great. But don't just do it because I tell, like, because someone said you got to know that for the jam session. I mean, eventually you'll learn it and you'll have to because if you want to go to the jam session or whatever. But start, if you're just starting out, start with something that sounds good to you. Yes. And this, you know, a lot of those themes that you're talking about are built into the method, actually all of them, but it's also built into that repertoire. So, but it's combined with, cause Suzuki was a, a big believer in having the highest quality music. And so it goes, there's 10 books and it goes all the way up to book nine and book 10. My, my um, younger son just finished book 10, which is um, book nine and 10 are both just complete Mozart violin concertos. I was going to say he's playing with all the movements. That's the whole thing, you know. That's so funny. But that's it takes you from this is the beginning of of, of book 1 and then, you know, 
I mean, it's funny because I think I went through book five or book six and you get into like Vivaldi concertos. Like it's, it's in terms of like getting harder, but it's all good quality stuff. I mean, there's a couple things that are kind of, there's like some sites concertos, which are more like my technique and they're kind of show pieces or whatever, but they yeah. have a very specific purpose. And, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a really interesting thing. The other thing I would say as in terms of Suzuki really believing in, in um, high quality music there's recordings of everything, and now there have been several of them, but there's the original recordings, and I'd encourage anyone who has kids or is thinking about this method, get the original Suzuki recordings with him playing it. Yeah. He was a really good violinist. Mm. Now, there's been some maybe more heralded violinists that have performed, the, and you can get this, the American There's a bunch of versions, but it's really cool to hear Suzuki's version because you kind of get that direct connection. It's just with piano accompaniment, but they would always have back... I mean, when I was doing it, it was records and then tapes and then CDs, and now it's streaming, but there's always a version with just the piano accompaniment so you can practice along with it. Oh, that's fantastic. All the way from book one up to the Mozart concerto. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, I think this was just, uh, I learned a lot about Suzuki. and uh, Good, because we do this podcast for you, Adam. Well, basically. I, sometimes I think we should, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Tomorrow we're going to do, I'm going to learn about how to how to turn a Suzuki or Yamaha bike into a dirt bike, oh, an off-road, but yeah, still street legal buddy. in high ridge. We're going to do that. Oh, I want to no. learn something. I mean, if we want to really go jump some stuff, we got to go down to Cedar Hill or Dittmer. But yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. uh, in the meantime, go to openstudiojazz.com. Check out all of our courses, including our Piano Access Pass, which is every piano course we've ever made. And if you get the annual membership, you'll get every course that we'll make this year, which we got a lot of cool stuff coming out. We have Jazz Piano Technique Volume 2. We already have the Jazz Piano Technique Pentatonics. Yes. I have a, a, I'm working on right now a two-handed voicings course for mm. Jazz Piano Basics. These are all of my uh, systems for creating uh, beautiful two-handed voicings. And we're going to have things like, oh, I don't know, pop piano. Ooh, ooh. Oh. The cat's out the bag. Meow. The cat's out the bag. Cougar. Um, awesome. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. Good stuff. You okay, so please leave us a rating review. And we just like to highlight one of our recent reviews because we, we get go. so much love. Here we, we go. No, we appreciate it so much. In fact, you know what? Let's Gotta stroke the old Grammy Award winning ego. <laughs> Well, since you mentioned... No, so I think we should commit to um, every review somebody leaves. Not if they just leave a rating, although we appreciate that too. I think there's we a way you can just stuff. leave a rating. But if you take the time to leave some a review, positive or negative, right? Do, we will, do not we encourage will, people to leave negative reviews. No, but we will say it on this. We will say it at the end here. So, oh boy. But we're not going to do this retroactively because we have too many. But I'll do one retroactively. This is from Jazz and Bread from the United States of America. Ooh, the, five stars. The amount of quality content these two produce on a daily basis is incredible. Thank you, Jazz and Bread. So we will give you a shout out if you leave us a review. How's that for a pretty good deal? Love it. All right. Well, till tomorrow. You'll hear it. <laughs>